Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 23rd of December, the 357th day of 2019. In eight days, we will be darn close to having made it through another year. This past weekend on Saturday night around 11.19 Eastern Standard Time, the December solstice, a.k.a. the winter solstice, occurred when the sun reached its southernmost point for the year. Marking the beginning of the winter season in the Northern Hemisphere and the beginning of the summer season in the Southern Hemisphere, the solstice marks the beginning of the shortest season in either hemisphere. Season means the time between the solstice and the equinox. In this instance, the time between the December solstice and the March equinox, a span of almost 89 days. That's in contrast to the longest season, which is 93.65 days, making summer the longest season in the Northern Hemisphere and winter the longest season in the Southern Hemisphere. The differing lengths are explained by the speed at which the Earth moves in its orbit. In early January, the Earth swings closest to the Sun, with the Earth subsequently moving most swiftly in its orbit. Conversely, in July, the Earth swings farthest from the Sun, and the Earth subsequently moves most slowly in its orbit. This morning, in the southeast sky before dawn, the waning crescent moon kept company with Mars. Today, seven years ago, 22 hostages and their ship, the Panama-flagged MV Iceberg One, were released after being held for nearly three years. The sailors were from the Philippines, India, Yemen, Sudan, Ghana, and Pakistan, and had been held longer than any other hostages to date by the Somali pirates who prey on the shipping in the region. Release of the hostages happened after a two-week siege by a Puntland Marine Time police who ultimately were successful through negotiations with the Somali pirates, one of whom, who gave his name as Farah, underscored what had worked and what hadn't. Quote, Puntland forces had attacked us and tried to release the ship, but they failed, he said, adding proudly, we fought back and defeated them. The hijacking of the MV Iceberg One in 2010 came during an especially prolific year for Somali pirates when they seized a total of 47 vessels and ransoms were averaging close to $5 million each. But shipping companies began stepping up security, with many vessels starting to carry armed guards, so that by late 2012, when the MC Iceberg One crew was released, only five vessels had been seized that year. Hostage, of course, is an interesting word. Listed in the rather robust 11th edition of the Pocket Oxford Dictionary, between the words host and hostile. With its etymological origins in Old French, hostage is defined as a person held prisoner in an attempt to make other people give in to a demand. And as an example, the phrase a hostage to fortune becomes an act or remark regarded as unwise because it invites trouble in the future. Yet some folks thrive on such an existence, and here is where we also incur a bonus example regarding the slippery nature of language. 
Currently, the American people, in their ongoing experiment with democracy, are testing out the flexibility of their premier document, the Constitution of the United States, and its provision for impeaching the President of the United States. This past Thursday, as many of us know, the House representatives reached a majority vote to impeach President Donald J. Trump. In the 230-some years the United States has existed as a nation, having had up to now 45 presidents, only three presidents, including the current President Donald J. Trump, have been impeached. Back to the hostage business. If a hostage to fortune is defined as an act or remark regarded as unwise because it invites trouble in the future, then President Donald J. Trump should be a prime example who lives his life as the hostage to fortune king because all he seems to do with his life is do things or make remarks that are unwise and invite trouble in the future. Hence, thousands of remarks and acts that collectively have come home to roost in the current deliberations of the U.S. Congress over impeachment, like so many morning doves on a cold winter's day congregating on our nation's capital dome. In his famous 17th century work, Leviathan, Thomas Hobbes distills the history of all of humanity into one phrase, rendering initially in Latin for the proper tone, bellum omnium contra omnes, which translates as the war of all against all. One way or another, Hobbes says, we are always fighting about something. Still, we tell ourselves the holiday we will be celebrating at midweek provides a respite, allowing us to reflect on the birthday of the Prince of Peace two millennia and a couple of decades ago. Hope is a thing with feathers, New England poet Emily Dickinson tells us, and many of us treasure its flight above all else. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to a most Merry Christmas.